Give me five. The part of the show, well, I guess the episode where I've got five questions for Gary. He's got five questions for me. We do not know what they are, but we will answer them honestly. Gary, if it's all right with you, I'm going to go first. Is that all right with you, Gary? Yeah, you freaking chauvinist. All right. Take it. Take the reins. All right. I I, I just will. (laughs) Jesus, take the will. All right, Gary, we reviewed Promising Young Woman per the film. Actually, let me, sorry, let let me state it out clearly. This is our first question. Here we go. There we go. Gary, we reviewed Promising Young Woman per the film accompanying this Gimme Five episode, and I must put out a massive, humongous, ginormous spoiler warning here, but there is a sudden death near the end of the film that really takes the viewer as a surprise. So, in honor of the film, I have devised a new game that really, really, really has the potential to be so bad I have a backup. Give me five in case we need to cut this out, Gary. <laughs> I know this is this is very scary. We're gonna get through it, man. Now yeah. I, I, I I will soldier on. Gary, we are gonna play sudden death. How we play this game is we start with you, Gary, choosing either contact list, Facebook list, or Instagram list. Once you pick a genre, you will then immediately go within your phone to your contact list within Facebook, Instagram, or your own personal contact list. You will then close your eyes and on my mark, begin scrolling until I say stop. You'll immediately put the phone up to the camera we are both using to see each other and I will pick a name from the available people I see before me who you will then be forced to call and put on speakerphone. You only get one ring until the, uh, you only get one ring through until you hit voicemail. But if you get a hold of them, you must invite them to play a standard head-to-head game I have made. And you shall win or lose depending on if you beat them or not. Should they decline your offer to play, we shall move on to your next Gimme 5 question. Or, if we reach their voicemail, the tables shall turn and I shall have to mirror everything you did. We shall do this back and forth until someone in our contacts decides to answer the phone and hopefully come play with us, decline our offer, or we have gone through all of the genres for both of us. Are you ready to play Sudden Death, Gary? Dude, I am, and let me just ask if... I, I have probably four people in life who I have um, unbearable beef with. If you land on them, let's definitely call them. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and All right. again, keep in mind, we have to do this on speakerphone. And uh, All right. All right, Gary, which do you want? Do you want Facebook, Instagram, or um, contact list? Is this, this is for me? This is for you. You're starting us out since I um, came up I'll, with the game. I'll do my contact list mainly because I don't have the apps. Okay. Let's do it. So go ahead to your contact list. Pull that Close up. Close my eyes. All right. Uh, scroll. And just scroll when I say go. And stop. All right. Turn the phone over immediately to me. Um, And wow. get away from the, yeah, get away from that screen. And turn it back immediately to me. Oh, shoot. Hold on. We got to do it one more time. Okay. Here we go. Three, Tell two, me. one. Scroll. And stop. Turn it to me. Let's go with... Let's go with... Let's go with... Let's go with Jessalyn. All right, okay. go ahead and call her. <laughs> okay, let's call her. Um, and how am I going to say this? Hey, I'm on a podcast. We're doing Sudden Death. You got picked randomly from our phone to play a game. Is that cool? Does that, that sound that's good? That's totally fine. And, and we'll, we'll continue from there. Okay, cool. I, I work on the phone, so let's let's see. Yes, let's see you in action. <clears throat> I haven't talked to this person in 
four years. She was one of my good friends from college's ex-girlfriend, and I don't remember if it ended well. Oh. Okay, there you go. You reached the voicemail. All right. So we are back <laughs> on to me. Gary, I'll start out something different. I'll go out with Instagram. Yeah, let's do All right, it. Let me pull up my profile. Also, is it okay that I don't know how the game works yet? You're going to explain it to everybody, right? Oh, yeah, no, because you, if you recall, before this episode, I asked you to come up with a game, and I came up with a game. They're just yeah. generic games, just very generic. All right, here we go. All right, let me know whenever you are ready. Uh, just tell me when to start scrolling. Go for it. Stop. Okay. Um, well, we've already done her. Go a little bit further back. Um, stop right there on... Let's go with Anissa. All right. Let's see. How does one... All right, I'm calling her. <laughs> I feel like I'm 17, like, making a prank call. I know. Like, oh, my God. Oh, my God, dude. She's going to answer. Alright, I think it's different with Instagram though, right? So you you can Probably. call them and then, but they're like, it'll go on forever until they decline it, right? Oh, is it? I, th I, I didn't know that. Didn't join. Okay. I'll show you. Didn't join. Okay, so they got the option to yes. decline. Yes. Alright, let's go back. Alright. Should I start from where we were at in my contacts or go back to the top? No, no, no. So now you go to either Facebook or Instagram. Which do you prefer? Do you prefer to go to your con to your Facebook friend list or your Instagram list? Uh, we'll do Facebook. Okay. Let's let's do it. Okay, so let me... See. I have to do it through the browser Yeah, here. you have to go to your friends. Fine. See all friends. Okay, my eyes are closed. All right. Bring your phone up so that way I can see you scrolling. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. Scroll, baby. Scroll like your finger depends on it. Do it like the Elder Scrolls and Lord of the Rings and stop there. There we go. Oh, wow. Yeah, let's go with, uh, let's go with Amanda. Let's go with Amanda on that list. Okay. I think I, uh... This one's a, this one's a good one. This one's a good contact. Yeah, and, and I think I have her, um... You have her... Number as well. Okay. Whichever way you want to contact her. Alright, you ready? I'll leave that at your discretion. Go ahead. Here we go. Very exciting, very thrilling. If she does not answer, I the know, game punts back to me. My heart is pumping right now. She's oh, that was a close answer. one. It felt like it was it was about to be answered. Hello. Hey, is this Amanda? Yeah. Hey, it's uh, it's Gary from you know school and stuff. I'm actually I'm on a podcast with Philip Amarine uh, right now, and he's making me play this game where I pick a random person from my contact and we try to bring them on for a quick few minute game. Are you available right now? Um, yeah. Oh, sweet, sweet, All sweet. All right, cool. We'll we'll, Thank we'll pause you. right here and then we'll bring her on live. All right, we'd like to uh, take a second here and welcome Amanda to the show. Way to, way to pony up and join us for this little game. Thank you so much, Amanda. I, it really will be painless. Um, it was more painful for us going through our contact list and uh, doing this. So thank you so much for joining us, Amanda. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're going to have a bit of fun here. I have a game that I would really hope you beat Gary for. The game is simple. It's called Higher or Lower. I will give you and Gary a list of five statements. You ha you just have to tell me if it's higher or lower than the number given. Are you both ready? 
Yes. All right. Okay. Yes. yes. I know. I know. It's. It's. Give, give me. <laughs> it, trust me. It'll. It'll work out. And I have a tiebreaker. Should we need it? All right. I. Since I didn't know who we were going to be getting, I just kind of made a general one across the board. So we should all be. Uh. We, it should be equally hard because there will be subjects here that both of you won't know. Maybe one of you does know. Here we go. Bill Russell. This goes to Gary first. Bill Russell has the most NBA championships as a player. Does he have higher or lower than 10 NBA championships? Actually, let's start out with Amanda. Amanda, you go first. Higher or lower than 10 NBA championships? Um, let's go higher. Higher, okay. And Gary, higher or lower? Um, are we specifying only as a player? Yes, yes we are. I am gonna say lower. And Amanda, you have done us well. You are on the board. He does have higher. He has 11 Ooh, NBA yay. championships all by him. Nice. His lonesome. All right. Next one. According <laughs> to thenumbers.com, Tom and Jerry is the highest attended film of 2021 with higher or lower 45 million tickets sold. And we'll start with you, Gary. Jeez, well, we're in a pandemic, but people are vaccinated, <laughs> but some people also don't super duper care. So... I'm going to say over. Um, I don't have much faith in humanity right now. So, yeah, over 45. They were packing those theaters. He says over. 45 million is not that much. Amanda, where do you go? I'm going to go lower. And Amanda, you have done me. I really going in. Yeah, you have done me so proud. It is absolutely lower. Ooh. It's it's a me- measly three million six hundred and seventy-seven thousand. Oh Keep in mind, it's probably Tom and Jerry has a little something to do with it. All right, next one. <laughs> According to MediaFeed.org, the average amount of time spent between cleaning bedsheets is higher or lower than 22 days. Amanda, let's go with you. I'm going to go higher. As gross as it is, I'm going to go higher. Yeah, this isn't a personal indictment on you. You're just saying for the average person, right, Amanda? <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. perfect, perfect. Garrett? Let me just say I am worse than the average person, so it's <laughs> definitely more than 22, <laughs> so it's got to be higher. So uh, you both said higher, correct? Yeah. All right, you both are correct. It is higher, but not by yep. that much. It's 24 days, so three weeks and some change. Uh, with 35 days between sheets being cleaned, uh, the average response towards it being gross. Everybody agrees. Five weeks, that's nasty. All right. At birth, uh, we'll start out with Gary first. At birth, how many eggs does an average woman start out with? Higher or lower than 673? Wow. American sex education is really bad. And this actually works out that we all went to school mm-hmm. together. So We all went to school we together. We all went to school together. Um, Miss Fedek should have taught us this. <laughs> Mr. Leonardi. Man. Yeah. Um, 630 uh, or 673, Gary. Uh, the female body is crazy, bro. I'm going to say it's over, uh, probably over 1,000. So I'm going to say it's over the 600. But uh, Amanda probably knows more than me. All right. So you're saying higher, Amanda? I feel like, I don't know, because I feel like it depends on age, because after a certain age, your eggs get like cut in half. No, right. You're absolutely correct. But I'm, so I'm oh saying at God. birth. At birth. At birth. Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to go lower. Amanda, you've hit your first rock. That is incorrect. At birth, it's uh, higher, much higher, about a million, actually. And then it, oh, it just it dwindles, yeah. Here we go, North Point. Yes. Uh, Amanda, <laughs> you have a lead with three. Uh, Gary, you are one right behind here, so uh, in the interest of that, I will have Amanda go first. Finally, I'm giving Gary a home field advantage question. 
How many people are following Gary on Twitter right now as of this recording? Is it higher or lower than 550? And Gary, I want to see your phone. I want to see your phone, Gary. You cannot go and oh. cheat on this. I don't have the app anymore, so I'd have to log in. It'd be a okay. pain. Okay, all right, yeah. all right. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, going to choose to believe him for now. But Amanda, higher or lower than 550 people following Gary on Twitter? I think it's close, but it I'm going to go close. a little bit lower. I'm going to go lower. She's going to go lower. Are you kidding? I mean, I'm a brand. I'm an enigma. <laughs> I, I am success. <laughs> Jeez Louise. You're <laughs> great, Gary. You're great. I'm just that 550. That's a lot of people. And we don't, we don't, I mean, you might know that. that a lot. People, but I don't know. So does that mean, Gary, can I take that to mean that you're going to just gratuitously go higher? Is that what you're saying? No, I think that I'm, I think I have 470 something last time I checked. So I'm also going to, you know what? No, screw it. I'm going to go higher. I, I believe in myself. <laughs> Gary, no one else does. I'm so glad you had no, no other strategy than to go higher since you're only one behind. <laughs> but yeah. yes, you are absolutely correct and uh, egregious on this all. You have 561 followers, Gary. Look at you. Nice. Oh, look at you making those social nice. connections. All right. I have a tiebreaker. I did come with a tiebreaker. It will go to who can give me the population of Kyoto, Japan without club. We're going to play uh, uh, Price is Right rules closest without going over we'll start with uh, you gary since you had to claw your way back mm. what is the population of kyoto of japan kyoto. let's go 3.3 3, 3 million so just below 3.5 yeah, million yes just below 3.5 million amanda what are you going with i feel like it'd be more than that i feel like japan's super populated i'm gonna go I'm just, I'm going to go crazy. I'm going to say like 7 million. Oh, uh, 7. 7 people. That's all that live. <laughs> no, uh, 7 million. Okay, you both, both of you have gone over. So we go again. We go one more Whoa. time. Now we, we, let's go with you, Amanda. Let's go with you first since we went with, uh, Gary, how, what was your number? Because you were the lowest, but go, I said 3,499,999. Yes. So I assure you, Amanda, it's not three million four hundred and ninety-eight thousand, and so on and so forth. So, but uh, where? What number would you like to start out with? Let's go with one point. I would say one million two hundred fifty thousand. One million two hundred and fifty thousand. That's fairly low, Gary. Are you going to go above, below that number? Where are you going? I'm going super duper cheap shot here. I'm going one million two hundred fifty thousand and one. You ha you are either going to go <laughs> up or below. That's right. And Gary, with your cheap shot, you have stolen victory from the claws of Amanda's defeat here. Ooh. It is one point four five million as a total. Ooh, close though, Amanda. It, it was close. very wow. close. Amanda set wow. the bar really close. And uh, way to go! Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, today, Amanda. thank you, Amanda. I know that was super duper random. You're the thank best. You. All right. Thank you so Thanks much, for Amanda. Having me, guys. Yes, of course. Adios. All right. Bye. Gary, it is your turn. That was a heart-pounding, soul-crushing, fun game, man. I just, I, I was like, please don't land on like yeah. my really mean coach or <laughs> my three X's ago X. Okay, so that would so, have been that would have been fun. That's that that's would have been we super fun. For. Hey, can I have my T-shirt back? Also, welcome to Give Me Five. Okay, so there is this great saga happening right now in the Suez Canal. Um, it's actually not that great, but there is a massive ship that has um, become stuck 
horizontally in the Suez Canal. It ran aground, and it has stopped pretty much all um, you know movement through one of the busiest trade routes in the entire world. Um, and apparently it's really dire. It's like causing oil prices to go up, and the Suez Canal is really, really busy. So it just has a bit, this big effect on global trade. But I also imagine this is just really inconvenient for like your everyday egyptian citizen you know if you're just like a fisherman you're just trying to you're just trying to get to work you're just trying to ride your boat across i mean you can't because there's this like 10 million pound ship in the way this is probably the most inconvenient thing that has ever happened in terms of it's bigger than the empire state building correct yeah Yeah. it's it's huge it's like five soccer fields long and um apparently it's i mean it they should be fine it shouldn't really affect too much but it's just probably the it's like an atomic bomb that never goes off, right? It's just very inconvenient. So I want to scale this down to first world problems here, man. Tell me the most inconvenient thing you've, you've ever seen. Like, what's the small scale of the Suez Canal boat disaster for you? Uh, very small scale. I think we've all at least had some interaction with this. But you go to the grocery store, and it's the middle of the night. Maybe maybe not a lot of people because we have some early risers. But especially in the middle of the night, you go to, like, Winco. Uh, for those who aren't local, Winco's, like, think of, like, a local Walmart almost. But not local. It's, I think it's pretty much international now. But Winco is open 24-7. That's one of the allures to it. But, but, even if it is 24-7... Sometimes, when you get there at 2.37 in the morning, there's only one one lane of a person checking people out. And when it's 2.37 in the morning and you're the only store open, you actually do tend to have maybe not a lot of business, but enough business to where... Very true. Yeah, to That's where, the worst. And when they, cu- when they cut out those self-checkouts on top of it and there's only one person... One old lady named Betsy who who happened to just get up for her shift today and nobody else is at the front. Those eight people that otherwise would have just gone right through. It wouldn't have even been anything because now all of us are relegated to one checkout line. It is just moving at a snail's pace. It is absolutely horrifying. That is definitely the Suez Canal. Definitely. Or anytime you walk into a Walmart, just... Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Gary, as of this recording, the new trailer for the Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad trailer, has been released. Uh, I believe it's a sequel, and I believe it looks better than the Oscar-winning predecessor of a, of a similar title, mostly because it looks like it has a defined tone of the film. I'm curious... What are the top three commercials you've ever seen slash remember? Doesn't have to do with the quality of the actual film or that you've ever even seen it. Just what were the top three commercials of all time for you? Yeah, so that Suicide Squad was definitely a moment. I mean, that Panic at the Disco cover of Bohemian Rhapsody was on the radio. I think three best kind of trailers that come to mind for me. Okay, first of all, do you remember the movie Atomic Blonde? Yeah. With Charlize Theron? It was the most disappointing movie that I've maybe ever seen, and that's because that trailer got me more hyped than I think any other trailer did. I mean, just the music. The fight scene holds it up. It looked great. The, the fight scene's good, right? The fight but scene's the, tremendous. That trailer, for whatever reason, when it dropped, I was obsessed. I watched it like every day. I, was like, I can't wait to see this movie. So definitely Atomic Blonde. Um, I think that, um, you know, in the last podcast, you mentioned um, us with do 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 do. Yeah. Do, do, That's do, pretty do, good. Do. That's a really um, good one. That one just, I, 
it's kind of like a, a dark horse for best uh, movie trailer, man, because that one st- haunted you, and the I Got Five on it was great. Everyone was like, what is this movie? Coming on the heels of Get Out. Um, last but not least, there was a classic from my youth, um, Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, had the song Requiem for a Dream. Dun, 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 dun. Really epic song, and um, I was obsessed with that. I, I remember seeing it as a very, very young child and then being like, oh my god, Orcs and Aragorn, I have to see it. And this just it's just an epic, epic trailer for an epic movie, man. So those three. Yeah, I uh, I don't have three, but my two of them for me was Magic Mike. It, yeah. I, I had no interest to see that whatsoever, but I'll be damned if it didn't come close to making hey, me be like, that was a hey, truly... You should. Have you seen it? It's a good movie. Yeah, I I, I have it's yet good. to see it. I'm, I'm not against it, but the trailer, the trailer is probably is fantastic. I, I, it, it's a, it's a, it's absolutely. I forget about that trailer. You're totally right. It yeah. has like everything you could want. It has comedy in it. It has drama. It has moments, and it's cut tremendously well. Go and watch that trailer, the first one, not not the second one, but it's it's set to the tone of "We Found Love in a Hopeless Place," and it works perfectly. It was a mixture of of a blockbuster song I meets mean, a blockbuster that ha- incorporated a lot of different elements, and it's fantastic. I. I have yet to see the the film, but um, but yeah. And then uh, my second one was Les Miserables. The trailer it pretty much gives you a, a breakdown of it, and maybe it helps that I know Les Miserables. Uh, I've I've been and seen the musical, but that was the first time that I saw a trailer, and I like I cried. Like I, I had like the man tear, the single man tear, and I wanted to watch the trailer far more than the frickin' movie that followed it. Because I, I went to go watch that, and I, I was on a date, and uh, I brought a, a date to the midnight premiere of uh, Snow White and the Huntsman, of all frickin' dumb films. And uh, and it was like it was a complete letdown from the trailer that I saw before the film. Anyways, your turn, Gary. Honestly, I'll put in as a dark horse, any Chanel um, commercial with Miri and Cotillard is also my favorite trailer. So, next. Um, I noticed that Paramount has a new streaming service, Paramount Plus, which just just annoys me. Maybe because they're just taking the Disney Plus moniker and saying Paramount Plus, where uh, Disney is Disney. They're huge. They're, you know, one of the biggest companies in the whole world. So, of course, there's Disney Plus, but P- Paramount Plus? I mean, you, you don't belong in the Plus conference. You just call it Paramount Streaming Service at this point, like the Washington football team. Just take a step <laughs> t- take a step back here, man. Um, anyways, I was thinking, though, if, I mean, if we were to come up, with a streaming service name for, let's say, every movie that you know we review on Chop Greens, what would our streaming service be? Um, well, if it's Chopped Greens, I think then that way we can go. What about like Sliced Cinema? So you you Chopped you, Greens, Sliced Cinema. Subscribe. That almost sounds like it's going to be just horror movies, though. Sure, sure. Yeah. Or like you know stuff that we've already dissected. Yeah. I, I think I think it would be one of those where you'd need to go in, but also it's it's very much an original title, an original thought. So I, I you have to keep that in mind. It can't be like, well, I think A twenty four would be a great production name. name. Yeah, I, I bet it would. Somebody else thought so too, and now they're their own. Or what about like me and my brother Warner? What if we just did Warner Bros? Um, <laughs> well, hold on now. So yeah, sliced sliced cinema. Uh, Gary, we go back to one of our favorite segments. With the game my sister gifted me at Christmas. Remember, 
I will draw a card and ask you the film trivia question. If you answer correctly, you shall get a point. If not, you shall fail and lose a point. Since we must do eight separate questions because of the way the card is formatted, I must remind us both that you can win with five or more correct answers, lose with five or more incorrect answers, or tie with only four right and four wrong answers. Gary, are you ready? I've got I've got good feelings this week. I don't know why I answered below 11 for the Bill Russell question, because I knew he had 11. I just figured maybe one was as a coach or something. So here we go. Oh, because he was a player coach? Maybe I don't was, know. But I, I think he was a player coach, but it still counts as a, as a player. Here we go. I'm Point is, I'm feeling good about my, my trivia skills this week, man. Let's do it. All right. All right. Here we go. Three, four of the cards. I just had to get them out. Here we are. Do, 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 do. Um... In Rogue One, <laughs> in Rogue One, a Star Wars story, what was the primary mission of the Rebel Alliance? To, what was their primary mission? Steal the plans for the uh, Death Star. Absolutely, he's on the board. Which character does Andy Serkis play in the Planet of the Apes trilogy? Caesar. Ooh. Off to a double duty right there. Dude. One of the most underrated movie franchises of all Absolutely. time, dude. Those and movies are so freaking good. On the last film, I forget what it's called, but in the last film, Andy Serkis, I still believe, deserves... Could have gotten nominated. Could have gotten nominated. At the very least, he he might have even deserved it. Anyways. War for the Planet of the Apes, yeah. It's great. Yeah, in which movie would you encounter the character Deckard? Uh, Blade Runner. Look at you. One away we, from I told you I feel good, man. He feels great today. I told today. you. That's this two Blade Runner questions the last two weeks. I, I know, I Blade know. Runner. In the Harry Potter film franchise, what does the Hogwarts motto, Draco Dormian's Nunquam Titillandus, mean? Oh, jeez. Um, I, I probably butchered that, by the way. Use magic for defense only. I know that's wrong. And but. that's his first wrong one. It stands for... Never tickle a sleeping dragon. No, it doesn't. Apparently it does. Wow. Titillitis, yes. indeed. Which pop star played the man who fell to earth? Elvis? No. Um, uh, he is wrong, and you weren't, you weren't close. David Bowie. David uh, Bowie. Yeah, see, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it either. What is the name of the spaceship in Alien? Oh, shoot. I t- um... It's, uh, it's, uh, I, I'm not going to get it, but Moderna. I know it's not that, uh, but you're going to say it, and I'm going to. Nostromo. Nostromo. Mm. All right, Gary. Yeah. You are three and three. This last card really is for all the marbles. You get two right, you're right. You get yeah. two wrong, you're wrong. One and one, you're tied. Here we go. Jeez, Nostromo. Wow. The roar of the T-Rex dinosaur in the original Jurassic Park was produced by layering the sounds of which three animals? Holy poop. A bear. Okay. A lion. Okay. And a uh, a whale. Wow. Wow, Gary. You got all of them wrong. Oh, <laughs> I thought you could, I was like, no way I got all those right. <laughs> You're right, no way. I think I would have even considered it had you gotten two out of the three, but you, you were absolutely opposite online. It was a tiger an alligator, and a baby elephant. El- oh, I should have guessed elephant instead of whale. Yeah, was, elephant, okay. I was, that's one of those where you're like, oh, I wouldn't have thought of that, but that yeah. that, that makes a lot of sense. Okay, so I can at least tie. You can at least tie. strong start. Shoot, let's do it. Let's wow. Tie. You might be able to get this. In which film is this quote from? 
When you pray for rain, you gotta deal with the mud too. Oh, um, uh, the searchers. You had, you were right on the. It's the equalizer. Mm, would not have gotten that. Yeah. Dang. All right, Gary. Losing wow. week, but very wow. exciting way to get there. Very yeah. exciting way to three get there. Three for three. Here we go, man. Oh. Um, now I feel really bad about myself. All right. I was once again perusing my New York Times app, reading headlines to, you know, go into our favorite game, my favorite game, to have you pitch me uh, a movie yes. based on a news headline. So I'm, I'm just going to read this headline to you. We're going to pretend like you and I are taking a nice mid-level elevator ride down. Um for whatever reason, I'm a super successful executive. You're an up-and-comer. You want to pitch me your movie. Here it is. <clears throat> Headline. The boom and bust of TikTok artists. When a 60-second video can make you famous, is it any surprise that young creators would bypass art school? But what's left of their careers when fans move on and copycats encroach? All right. So you want my elevator pitch from that. Okay, so mm-hmm. what happens is at first... There's, uh, it's, it's not just like, uh, those, those, those social creation houses where they all join in one and then they're all creators and they all do whatever it is inside the one house. It's actually gone forward into a school. It's a social media school, um, that just does how to trend and how to create searches and everything. And slowly but surely they're finding out that the school is becoming outdated as trends are moving forward and they are at the bottom of their class. So... These uh, think of like the perfect score meets uh, meets uh, freaking what is that? What is that? The purge where all of a sudden now that they have nothing else to do, they are moving forward and they become a hit crew in order to in order to gain notoriety and they get clicks because they are live casting their their random serial killings. Wow. Okay. Who do you envision for this uh, leading role, or who, who would you put into your your ensemble, man? Timothy Chalamet. It's got to be Chalamet. Chalamet's in there. I uh, think Chalamet would love to do this. Okay. Yeah, we'll go with the girl from Thirteen. I'm sure she's still working. Thirteen. Uh, Thirteen Reasons Why. Or, or not? Uh, no. What's uh, What's the Bo Burnham one? Oh, eighth grade. Eighth grade. There we go. That oh, one. she's great. I love yeah. her. Yeah. Let's go with her. Ellie Fisher, I think her name is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we'll we'll also include the the comedic, the comedic uh, girl from Booksmart. Ooh, okay, Beanie Feldstein. Nice, yes. fair. Okay, all right, Mr. Amarine, you're hired. All right, thank you, Gary. Have you ever had slash tasted grape nuts? Um, no, but I've had some really grape nuts. Haha. <laughs> no, uh, I haven't. Okay, uh, it's uh, it's essentially. <laughs> it, it's it's funny, but it's neither of those things. It's 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 located in the cereal aisle, aisle, and I swear to you, it doesn't taste like grape or nuts. It just tastes like rocks. But it's like dirt granola. I don't know what it is. But anyways, a new story by USA Today showcases the fact that Grape Nuts is shipping at full capacity to stores nationwide, which is news because the oddly named breakfast quote unquote cereal, and I do put air quotes around that, was at such a dwindling supply that it caused a COVID shortage. More so, it was at such a demand that there was even a black market for freaking grape nuts. Gary, this article blew my mind, but I ask you, what would you be most surprised to find that was so popular there would be a black market for it? Jeez. Okay, so I guess I'll... You know, my initial thought is, is Starbucks memorabilia... 
Yeah, you know, but there is because a black um, well, I guess not a black uh, There already, there already, essentially is a, a Starbucks memorabilia yeah. black market. But l- let me say this: Do you remember the little golden books? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, do you know what those are? Yeah. So With, like, the old ladies love them. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, old, old ladies love them, and they love to be like, you know, these have been the family for at this point six hundred years. <laughs> um, these are the most precious books you, you're ever gonna know, and so I wouldn't be surprised, or I would be surprised, but then I wouldn't be if there's a black market for, um, you know, mint condition little golden books. Like, hey, I'll give you my kidney for like the collection of the Lion's Picnic, you know. Okay, or maybe the, yeah. the the baking hen or whatever it was. The baking hen, exactly. The, the baked hen nowadays, but yeah. There you go. All right, go ahead, Gary. I've got me a little five-part game here. It's called Carry, Carry, or Carry. I just have five fun facts. Each of them is either about Carrie Mulligan, star of our last movie, Carrie Fisher, God rest her, or Carrie, the Stephen King novel slash movie. Okay. So you just have to tell me which Carrie am I talking about here. Okay, number one, this Carrie has a dog named Gary. That's not Carrie Stephen King. I would go with Carrie. You know, I'm gonna go with Carrie Fisher. I know that she had dogs and she loved them. There you go. She had a dog named Gary. Carrie yeah. Fisher. All righty. Carrie had a Gary. Um, this Carrie was nominated for both Best Actress and Best Supporting Actress. Well, that's not Carrie from Stephen King. So I'm gonna go with Carrie Mulligan. It was Carrie from Stephen King. the 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 original movie was nominated oh, I, yeah. for Best Actress and Best Supporting. Yeah, see when I did that? Yeah. Wow. You yeah. Got me. Yeah. You got me. Was nominated good. for both those. Um, okay. This Carrie was once enrolled at the prestigious liberal arts college, Sarah Lawrence, but quickly dropped out to pursue a career in Hollywood. Hmm. I'm gonna go with Carrie Mulligan here. That's where it seems like. Once again, Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher with that one, yeah. Yeah, well, this next Carrie grew up to marry her pen pal. Oh. I'm going to go with Carrie Mulligan. Carrie Mulligan, which, weirdly enough, her pen pal was Marcus Mumford. Oh, of Mumford and Sons? Of Mumford and Sons, yeah. Look at that. I know, right? Fame finds fame. Anyways, continue. This Carrie almost had the lead role in her second biggest movie go to Lindsay Lohan. Oh. Wow. Well, it's not Carrie Fisher. Um, I'm going to go with... Ooh. Man. I'm going to go with Carrie the, the movie. You're exactly right. Yeah. The 2013 adaption that had Chloe Glace Moretz almost had Lindsay Lohan instead. Wow. There you go. Wow. What an age difference. All right. Yeah. Uh... Fun game, fun game. Uh, Gary, a recent story, this is going to be my last one, a recent story by the New York Times has the internet buzzing. Jensen Karp sat down to eat one of his preferred brands of cereals, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, when he discovered what he surmised to be cinnamon sugar-coated shrimp tails. While the story is a fascinating one, and if you have Was not... It, is that real? Uh, he really, he found yeah, those? Yeah, he did. Oh my God. God. While the story is a fascinating one, and if you have not read it, I urge you to do so at your earliest convenience, uh, I have some questions. One, Gary, <laughs> do you honestly think you would have been able to pry away from looking at whatever else it is that people watch while eating cereal to notice the shrimp tails? Because cereal is very much notorious for sitting down and watching something. Like, that's one of the few ones that you actually, you associate it with watching cartoons, watching the news. Like, you watch stuff when you eat cereal. You don't really sit down to eat cereal. 
So I was one of those weird kids who like would put the milk separately and like pick out the cereal one by one and never and so I kind of interacted with it more but still absent-mindedly so now w what was your question do I think I would have even noticed it yeah do you think you would have even noticed it no because when I eat cereal I'm typically inebriated and want to shove something in my mouth so no no uh, do you think you would have stopped to not eat the shrimp tails or just thought that they were cinnamon toast mistakes I, I probably would have thought that they were like, you know, every once in a while you get like a weird twisty in there. Yeah. yeah. I probably would have eaten it. I mean, I'm looking at a picture of it right now. You could have duped me, you know, yeah. a, a few a few beers in. Yeah, Cinnamon Toast Crunch reached out to them and said, actually, you know what this is, is that there's a cluster of sugar that is unprocessed, and that's what it looks like. Um, I don't know. Like I said, I'm going to tweet out the, the link for this. Uh, it'll be fun for, for people to read this. Oh, and three, my last one. What are the odds you and your girlfriend... Go as Cinnamon Toast Crunch Shrimp Tails for this upcoming Halloween. Ooh. <laughs> um, uh, 800 to 1 odds on yeah. that one. Yeah, it sounds like fun, but uh, by then it'll probably be a dated if, reference. If we were hosting some uh, like 2021 award show. We could come out like, if it was like the Oscars after a commercial break right. in a costume, you know, that's when we would do it. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, Gary, your last one. Uh, so I also read something harrowing um, on a much bigger scale. China, with 400 China. billion Iran deal. China, with their 400 billion Iran deal, could deepen their influence in the Middle East. I have no idea what this deal is about. I have no idea what's going on here because I'm a pleb. But let's <laughs> let's shrink that once again, like in my first question, to $4. Where do you think you could deepen your influence most with $4? Where do you think you can make the most impact with four dollars, uh, you're China. Where's your Iran or Iran? So I'm just looking to. Am I looking to? Hmm. Because I mean, the cheap answer I think, I think would be find some form of, I don't freaking know, some sort of cryptocurrency, and like some new up and coming one, I guess, and buy four dollars worth of it. And then hopefully, like, let it linger there for years. And then once it booms or busts or whatever, then I move forward and I use that money that I, I got and continue to move forward with, with it and, and invest that in something else. Yeah. But, just, but if you're saying, like, a direct, like, donation, direct donation uh, for $4? I like your first answer, but let's go with the donation, too. I think the best donation one could find for 4 bucks. Uh, I, I think, man, uh, if they have those ones where you can, like, buy a goat for an African village, uh, that, but it only costs, like, three a bucks. A four dollar goat? Yeah, apparently. I mean, sometimes, you know. Those real? I don't know. I mean, I, it's always a cheaper thought than you remember. I, I think for some reason, like, I, I think I've heard of sixty dollar goats. So maybe four dollars. If I'm helping go towards a goat, I can't imagine yeah. a goat is not going to help a village far more. Even if it's four bucks, that's four dollars of sixty bucks. That's a closer yeah. impact than like four dollars to the to the Red Cross. Four dollars well, to the and, Red Cross. And let's say seems that village so insignificant. Say that village has a child who grows up to like invent time travel or rule the yep. world, and they always remember the moment being when you gave that goat. And so when they're killing everyone, they spare you because you're a goat man. Look at that. Absolutely. Yeah, I'd say four dollars of a sixty dollar goat is more influential than four dollars to like the the Red Cross or something. Yeah. 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 All right, that is it. That is give me five. It's been a lot of emotions this week. Uh, up high, down, nervous. 
happy yes. shrimp. There's all these and more. Next week, we will come back with our next film that we will do a, a full episode of, of, uh, of Chopped Greens on. And then, of course, a, a Gimme 5 if you have not listened to any of our older episodes. Or even listen to the accompanying Gimme 5 review that this episode goes with go go listen to uh, go listen to a promising young woman it's in the back yes. catalogs it's there for your listening ears and pleasure we are very proud of it it's a big discussion uh, it's worth so much more than just the movie review go and listen to it for podcastus emeritus gary yes i'm philip amarine thank you so much for listening and remember kids we always say bye. Thank you.